This is a Ferrero Cusian, and if you suck on one for long enough, out comes one of these, a hazelnut. I'm gonna put this to the side. We'll talk about this in a moment. I don't know about you, but it's hard not to be impressed by the goodness of the world. In fact, I think this is just a human trait that we are impressed by the goodness of the world. And some of us may only see a very little bit of that, but that little bit is so important, so important. And therefore, when we look around us and we see just the decay, the, the ability for this stuff to get lost, the, the death that we see, the fact that it can be stolen or broken, it's hard not to fall into some kind of despair. And that's the, precisely the sort of thing that happened to Leo Tolstoy because he had been told by his culture that that's precisely what's happening. Everything is just decaying, falling apart, breaking, and that's where we're left. So I wonder if this hazelnut could actually help with that. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sanctus Forum. I am Michael Stewart Robb, your host, and this is, this is the last Conspiracy Commentaries of the year, conspiracy commentaries, talking about Dallas Willard's The Divine Conspiracy. I've tried this year to talk about chapter three, and I didn't make it all the way through. I pretty much knew I wasn't going to make it all the way through, but this is the last one of the year. Woohoo! I am looking forward to what we're going to do with this book in 2024, so stay tuned. Sign up for our almost monthly newsletter over at Sanctus. Institute. And, and I've noticed that we are with YouTube subscribers almost to 1,000 subscribers. So if you aren't subscribed, help us get over a thousand, blast through that little arbitrary barrier, invite your friends to come and learn more about everyday spirituality and the places where that can actually be made real. And one other thing, because I don't know that I'll be able to mention this on the video channel before it actually happens, but next year, February 6th, I will be in Santa Barbara at Westmont College giving a lecture at 3.30 p.m. Uh, it'll be on Dallas Willard and some things related to Dallas Willard. It's called the Provost Lecture. And if you live near there, even if you don't live near there, you can come and be a part of that and hear me speak live uh, because, hey, that's, that's, your, that's your opportunity. <laughs> All right, so today, this book, um, we're in a section called A Solution in the Mind of the Spirit, and it's a solution to the mind of the flesh. And um, Dallas Willard, man, this, he is so eloquent in this section. I, I barely feel like I should comment on it. I should just read it to you. I'm not going to do that, but uh, I will point out this. Um, what he's dealing with are, are two things, and I've already mentioned them. One is decay, just that the world is falling apart. And the other thing is death, your death, 
you're falling apart. That's your decay. And both of these things just seem to be so inevitable. And how are we going to live in the midst of that? Well, I want to call your attention to the last sentence of the previous section. And Dallas talks about Tolstoy coming to a faith in a world of God where all that is good is preserved. All that is good is preserved. And I love that sentence. And it reminds me now, finally clicked for me, it reminds me of Julian of Norwich. I don't know if you know this, um, I guess you could call her a mystic, um, certainly a, a nun, first person who actually wrote in the English language, uh, who's a woman. Here's my copy of her books. Um, this is a really cool copy because it actually has her writings in Middle English, which is really cool makes it a little bit harder to read, but there are good notes for it. This one is by Watson and Jenkins, the writings of Julian Norwich. And in there, she has this section, it's actually a fairly famous section, about a thing that she has in her hand, and it is, see, I've, I've even lost it. It is the size of, did I eat it? What happened to it? There it is. It's in The Divine Conspiracy. It's the size of a hazelnut, a thing the size of a hazelnut. And she looks at this thing in her hand and she just realizes God loves this thing. God loves this thing. She writes, It lasteth and ever shall, for God loveth it. And so hath all thing being by the love of God. Now this is actually in the history of theology pretty pretty important turn or she's uh really stands out let's say by by making that claim about creation and basing it in the love of god and i really think this is one of the people that dallas willard has in mind in this section he actually quotes from julian earlier in the chapter and uh it's a little bit different passage but this idea of all that is good is preserved. And, and what it's really worth meditating on that uh, because everything good in this life will be in the next life. And why? Because God cares about it. He knows the value of it. Um, you know, even things as small as a hazelnut. Uh, God cares about that stuff. And I could eat this in a second. It'll be gone. I probably will in a moment. The next thing I want to point out uh, with respect to decay and death is um, based on what we were talking about last time. Last time we were talking about transcendence and talking about how drugs of all kinds can be an expression of our human desire to live transcendently, to rise above the normal, the mundane. And, and how we turn to drugs of all kinds just because this world isn't enough for us. And Dallas writes here, he writes um, that uh, if we focus our minds only on the visible physical world, we're, we're in a bind. Uh, the problem is that uh, this world is where what our hearts demand can never be. The physical world is where what our hearts demand can never be. And what he has in mind, why that's a problem for us, is if you go up further, he talks about our nature, and here's what he says. It is as ceaselessly 
creative beings under God. Ceaselessly creative beings under God. And do you feel like your life is stuck? Like it's going nowhere? And I know that I feel this, <laughs> I don't know, maybe every day, but often enough, often enough that I'm very familiar with the feeling that things aren't going anywhere. Think about this. Your nature is that of a ceaselessly creative being. And you need to live in a context which is adequate to you as a ceaselessly creative being. And the only context that is, is available to you that will really satisfy you is a, the world of God living with God and being a part of his projects. And there with him, you can be creatively working for good. So with God, creatively working for good. And just let me give you, give you a tip. Um, here it's the end of December when I'm recording this here. And so many of you will have uh, some kind of break here into the next, um, into the next year. Copy out this section, you know, a solution in the mind of the spirit. Write it out in a in a journal. Type it. Um, make a copy on your copier and just read it and reread it. Um, like I said, Dallas is so eloquent in this section. I I barely want to to touch it. I should just read it out to you. But you need to um, root in yourself this idea that you are a ceaselessly creative being, and you have to live according to that. Otherwise, this despair about our decay and death will just overwhelm you and you will be tempted by all sorts of drugs that promise a false kind of transcendence. Well, thank you for being here all year, whether you've been in the Pensies series or whether you've been in the Conspiracy Commentary series. And if you are interested in helping us with production, we can do even more series as Old viewers will know there are things that we just haven't been able to keep going. Uh, so offer, offer your help to us, especially if you live in Europe, and we can do more of this stuff. But until I see you next year, either here on this channel or in the uh, almost monthly newsletter or at that provost lecture in Santa Barbara, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Bye.